So, welcome to this episode of Beans with Bristow. As I've said in the past, this podcast is dedicated to making people feel better about Peterborough, better about my city. And I want to show and demonstrate some of the good things that go on in my city and some of the great uh, people uh, of Peterborough because I want people to feel proud of Peterborough, proud of the city that I grew up in. So today I've got Peterborough's very own poet laureate, Malika. So welcome, uh, Malika. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you became, well first off, tell us what a poet laureate is. So, um, I think that one of the beautiful things about Poet Laureate is that it's quite a flexible title. I think you can adapt it to what you want it to be as, you know, as, as in terms of, an, as in alignment with you as a poet. Um, essentially, what it means is that you are an ambassador of poetry for your city, um, and that comes with lots of opportunity um, and the ability to create spaces where poetry can be shared in various different ways. And when were you elected and how were you elected? In November. So there was a competition run by Syntax um, and they gave us a theme. The theme was Dawn this year and we could interpret that as we wanted to and write a piece around the topic of Dawn. Um, So I I interpreted it in a spiritual way. So I, in my poem, talked about a spiritual dawn um, and the transition from materialism and actually, you know, then digging in a bit deeper within yourself. Um, and finding those things which are, you know, inside the inner, inner self. This is a note for the youth. Just to clarify, you're all sisters and brothers in my eyes. That's why I have to speak the truth, I can't lie. About how I'm feeling, about what I'm seeing I don't mean to ramble, but the feelings are reeling You say sky is your limit, but you stop at the ceiling Not realising you're... Tell us about, a little bit about some of the work you've done and some of the spoken poetry, because it's spoken poetry, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, spoken word poetry. Spoken word poetry. Yeah. Um, firstly, I think spoken word poetry is um, a, a newer form of poetry. Um, I think it's more of a, it's, it's more of a performance-based poem, poetry. So when you're writing your piece, you would take into account how you would come across when you're standing in front of an audience, whether that be you know, with, with pauses and breaks and, and audiological effects or, or with your hands and movement. Um, and I think that's something I engaged with a little bit later on when I was encouraged to uh, take part in an open mic session. Um, I think that's really when I embraced the spoken word side of things and I, you know, went into more performance-based poetry. They say that understanding your pain is the first step to healing. But I don't know, I mean, no one prepares you for the initial weight of understanding your reality is such a heavy feeling. The past, the ghosts, right now is hurting the most Where do I go? I'm all alone I thought my house was my home and now I don't know Whoa, breathe, take it slow Open mic, tell us about that, how did that happen? Yeah, so essentially, um, well it is an open mic (laughs) Um, It's it's an opportunity for um, poets who aren't necessarily as part of an, an event to come up and perform um, sometimes it's, it's free where they kind of pick someone from the audience, other times it's structured, so you'd like book a place in the open mic, yeah. which is what I did that time. Okay, and what possessed you to go and do that? I mean, it takes a great degree of yeah. confidence. I know that's someone who, who is forced to publicly speak all the time, but it, was, it was, must yeah. have been a nerve-wracking encounter. Do you know, it's quite ironic because 
I think growing up, um, especially through my teenage years, I felt like I didn't have a voice. And I think that I found that in poetry. I was able to say what I wanted. There wasn't really any boundaries. I could speak my mind and it gave me a platform to do so. So wow. when it came to the opportunity to actually stand in front of people and voice out my thoughts and my, my views, I kind of just made myself go for it because, you know, I, I have this attitude where, you know, just try everything and just say yes. Yeah. So I told myself, you know, just do it. Well, a lot of your poetry, and I've listened to some of it, I mean, a lot is about feelings, isn't mm. it? And um, I mean, just talk to us a little bit about how you've developed your poems through through that narrative. I think the reason why is because I use it as a place to formulate what I'm going through in terms of my mental health. So when I was experiencing the peak of my mental health issues through my teenage years, I used it as a way to kind of, you know, vent what I was going through okay. and try to understand what it was that I was experiencing. So a lot of my poetry now is, you know, reflective of, of what it's like to go through these mental health issues and also create awareness and help people understand who might not have had those experiences or witness somebody with those experiences. This is a note for the youth. Just to clarify, you're all sisters and brothers in my eyes. That's why I have to speak the truth, I can't lie. About how I'm feeling, about what I'm seeing. I don't mean to ramble, but the feelings are reeling. You say sky is your limit, but you stop at the ceiling. So do you think like, having a creative output is really important in addressing mental health? I think it's really helpful and useful. I really do. I actually wrote about that. I wrote an article in The Telegraph about how yeah. effective poetry can be. Because when we had a recent event with the Lantern Initiative called Soul Speak, where we invited a group of poets to come and share um, poetry related to their experiences with mental health illnesses. It really, you know, I had people coming to me at the end saying I was crying and, you know, I was wow. really kind of still with, with the the weight of experiencing, you know, what it is that that person was going through, which was communicated through, you know, the art of poetry. Yeah, I mean, I, I read your uh, article, uh, I think it was from last week, and yeah. you, you told me that you did an event. What was it called again? Soul, Soul Speak. Soul Speak, yeah. that's right. And we actually have another one coming up in London. Oh, wow. um, the same event and we're hoping to have it as an annual thing in Peterborough really yeah and well, I'd love to come to that next please year please do it'd be nice to have you yeah that'd be yeah. amazing so yeah. but you said you, you there's a few laughs there was a few tears yes there was, yeah. I did I did because I think what was beautiful about all the poets that we had was each person had their own style they had their own topic focus um, which brought you know such a variety of emotions and perspectives to the room um, and I think through their performances, they took the audience on a journey. Um, so yes, although we spoke about how difficult mental health illnesses can be, yeah. we also had you know the the positive side of you know the encouragement. Tell me about the, the the Lantern Project. Is it Lantern Initiative? Lantern Initiative, because yeah. that addresses you were saying to me slightly before this. Um, Muslim mental health issues. Yes. Is it women specifically, no, no, or is it anybody? Open to all Muslims, okay. Yeah. Um, well, essentially, the events and the workshops are open to anyone. You know, okay. we would never, as an organisation, turn anybody away. But the sessions are aimed at Muslims. Um, you know, with with the the Muslim context in mind, to be able to engage with Muslims and show them that you know these are very real. Um, you know, medical issues and, mm. you know, trying to kind of disintegrate the taboo and the stigma around it that still still stands. Okay. And so how often, do, tell me about it, how often do, does this 
uh, initiative meet? And so we have a few things running. So we have something called the Cloud Space, okay. um, which is a youth-aimed um, safe space, if you like, open monthly um, for young people to just come and, you know, they can chat about what they're going really? through. They don't have to. They That's can just fantastic. come and sit still. You know, we had one member who came and, you know, she didn't really speak, but being in that space really helped her. I bet it did. So it just gave us somewhere, you know, safe to be where she, you know, there's no judgment. Um, you know, we have people who have mental health uh, first aid training. Um, so it's just, you know, creating that open space. And then there. outside of oh. that, we have so many events and workshops. We have um, an annual um, work, um, yeah, sorry, workshop called Healing Minds. Okay. Um, that's been in different cities. And then in and out of the year, there's usually something every month or two months. Okay. But there's there's one in Milton Keynes, you said. There's one in. It was founded in Milton okay. Keynes. Um, not so many events there now. Uh, it's more Peterborough and London, okay. and sometimes Leicester. Well, I mean, I talked a little bit about taking you to to Westminster at the start. Yes. I'd actually like to maybe that's the topic. We bring yeah. people from the Lantern Initiative to to Westminster. We talk to a few politicians about some of the things you're doing. That'd be amazing. Okay. So, what are your plans as poet laureate then? So, tell me what you're going to so be doing over the next few months. I have a few projects uh, lined up. So one of the important things to me as a poet is to be able to create spaces um, for community cohesion. I think that um, speaking and um, having a safe space to you know, encourage people to come together who might not usually come together yeah. is important for community cohesion because then we gain perspective and understanding. And I think that creates a sense of you know empathy and peace and love in our community. So. That's one of the projects that I'm working towards, um, creating you know those workshops where people have the space to do that. Another thing that I'm really passionate about is um, youth empowerment. So a project that I am I'm working with myself with ECP Hub, which yeah. is a creative space, um, fairly new. Um, they you know support community projects, and and I'm doing something called Youth Empowered with them, which is essentially going to be a workshop program. To it, it's quite similar to the community cohesion program, um, you know, allow people to have these spaces to think about their identity, um, and to you know encourage them to feel empowered and to take charge of who they feel that is, um, and and you know, bring that to the wider community and you know give something to society. However, they feel that they want to do that. I like you're doing some great work, and if Thank there's anything you. I can ever do to support you as the MP, please Thank let you. me know. Thank you. you make me proud of Peterborough. Thank you. This is what this is all about. It's about finding individuals who are doing extraordinary things in our city and make us all feel a little bit better about Peterborough. What, what, what school did you go to? Arthur Mellows. Arthur Mellows. Yeah. Okay. And um, whereabouts did you grow up in Peterborough? Where, so, where's home? Um, I was born in central Peterborough, and then we yeah. moved out for a couple of years. Um, but since we've been back for the past 15 years, we've been in I. I. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks very much for everything. You Thank make you. me proud of Peterborough. Thank you. And Thank um, you for me. yeah, yeah an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.